Off the ball, rugby. My God, this is the most magnificent game of rugby. I just didn't enjoy it for the 80 minutes that was there. Definitely one of the great World Cup games. Join in the obsession. Subscribe now at offtheball.com forward slash join. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off the Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities. It's Friday the 29th of September. This is the Lunchtime Wrap and I'm Cameron Hill. Good afternoon. Teeing off with golf and play is underway in the afternoon four balls at the Ryder Cup with Europe leading 4-0 after this morning's foursomes. Victor Hovland and Tyrrell Hatton are all square against Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth after five holes. It's also all square in the match between John Ram and Nikolai Hoigo and American pair Scotty Scheffler and Brooks Kepka. Robert McIntyre and Justin Rose are one up against Max Homa and Wyndham Clark after three holes. And Rory McIlroy and Matt Fitzpatrick are also one up against Colin Morikawa and Xander Schauffele after two. Podrick Harrington joined Thursday's off the ball to look ahead to the tournament. The 2021 Team Europe captain told Nathan Murphy about the dynamics at play within the Team USA locker room. Well, I think sometimes it was too many alphas. That, that would have been a problem. You know, you, you could easily go back to those days. I, I can only imagine what was going on in the team room. And remember, I think one of the European players embraced the fact this was our chance to beat them. And we, we look forward to playing against them in this environment. And whether it's true or not, you know, in our head, there was little conspiracies going on. And, you know, you, you could imagine that we often think that their team room, you'd have Phil Mickelson who wants to talk but he's sitting there with Tiger Woods and how can Phil Mickelson tell Tiger Woods what to do? But Tiger Woods was busy doing his own thing. Tiger Woods would have been very, at that time, Tiger Woods would have been all about himself, uh, you know, and and doing his thing. He wasn't going to, he wasn't the guy who wanted to stand up and, and, and make a speech. Phil was, but, how can you make a speech with Tiger sitting there? So, you know, you have two alphas. That, that had to be an issue. Uh, And, and, and a lot of it, all the way down through. And remember, another dynamic with the US, those 12 players are competing to be the number one US player all the time. So they're always really against each other during the year. In Europe, most players are the number one player in their country. So there isn't that much division between the players. You know, they're like you can be the you don't have to be the number one European. Okay, at the very top, there might be a little bit of that. But, you know, you could be the number one in your own country and that's enough for you. So you feel like you're the top player, the top man where you are. So there wasn't... Players in Europe are not as competitive against each other as players in the US are because we have different markets that we play into. And and to be honest, when we all travel to the States, we're all European. We're back in one group. And, and in some senses... You know, if another European wins at PGA Tour events, it's a win for us. Uh, whereas the, the US players are, are literally at each other all the time to be the best in the US, uh, to be the dominant player in the US. So it, it's harder for them to come together as a group and a team uh, than it is for Europe. No doubt about it. Following last week's Solheim Cup, European star Leona Maguire returns to action on the LPGA Tour today. The Cavan native is in the field for the Arkansas Championship with Stephanie Meadow also teeing it up at the Pinnacle Country Club. To football next and Republic of Ireland captain Katie McCabe has signed a new contract with Arsenal. The Dubliner joined from Shelburne in 2015 and has gone on to make 193 appearances for the Gunners. Meanwhile, Everton have announced the signing of Ireland international Megan Campbell. The Women's Super League season gets underway this weekend. 
Here at home, Shamrock Rovers take a five-point lead at the top of the table into tonight's round of matches in the SSE Electricity League Premier Division. Shelburne are the visitors to Tallis Stadium this evening. Second place, Derry City host UCD, while third place, St. Pat's go to Cork City. Elsewhere, Dundalk entertain Drogheda in a Louth Derby at Oriel Park and Bohemians face Sligo Rovers at Dalyman Park. All of those games kick off tonight at quarter to eight. First Division champions Galway United play host to Athlone Town tonight with second place Waterford at home to Wexford. In tonight's other games, Bray Wanderers take on Cove Ramblers and Finn Harps entertain Kerry. To Gaelic games and 10 Dublin players have been nominated for this year's Football All-Stars. Kerry have nine players among the 45 nominees, while semi-finalists Derry and Monaghan received seven and four nominations respectively. Kerry forward David Clifford is nominated for Footballer of the Year, alongside Dublin's Brian Fenton and Brendan Rogers of Derry. Derry pair Owen McAvoy and Ethan Doherty are in the running for Young Player of the Year, with Roscommon goalkeeper Connor Carroll. The winners will be announced at a banquet in Dublin in mid-November. You are, of course, listening to the Lunchtime Wrap on Off the Ball with Energia, proud sponsor of Irish rugby. Think of the possibilities. And it's to rugby we go next, and New Zealand take on Italy in Pool A of the Rugby World Cup in Lyon tonight. The All Blacks go into the game third in the group after one win and one defeat. Kickoff is at eight o'clock. While Ireland continued their preparations for next weekend's clash with Scotland and Paris, all members of the playing squad took part in training yesterday, including Jack Conan. The Leinster number eight had been battling a foot injury since the warm-up game against Italy back in August. But Conan could be in the running for a place in the match day 23 at the Stade de France next Saturday. Earlier today, the Irish independents Key and Tracy joined Willow Callahan live from tour. He detailed Conan's journey back from injury. I mean, you couldn't not feel sorry for, for Jack Conan. I mean, the sense of deja vu was just amazing, really, when you consider how his World Cup went four years ago. And like, there was a certain irony because um, I remember Jack Conan was put up for media the week of the Italy game in the warm-up game um, back in August. And he was just talking to us about, you know, how his experience in Japan four years ago was tainted by that foot injury that he got. I mean, I think we all remember him, you know, standing on the side of the pitch in the moon boot before he had to go home. He was actually due to start in the defeat to the Japan. He pulled, he pulled out late in the day. So, um, for Jack Coleman to have sat in front of us in the HPC in Dublin, kind of saying how much he was looking forward to kind of putting things right in terms of his own World Cup experience. And then, like literally days later, ending up in a moon boot once again was just cruel. But look, I mean, he talked about it yesterday, Will. He had a bit of a setback in terms of bruising around it. He was hoping to be back earlier. But um, yeah, he seems like he's all systems go now for Scotland next week. And what a luxury it, ha- it is to be able to bring a player of that calibre back. Um, I'm sure we'll get on to talk about it. I don't imagine Ireland will be making wholesale changes by any means. But when you have a guy like Jack Conan coming back, I think there will be an eagerness to get him game time and also potentially to give someone like Caelan Doris maybe a bit of a rest but have him on the bench with all the, the work that he's gone through over the last few weeks. Because without Jack Conan there, Ireland don't have a backup specialist age. So Caelan Doris has, has definitely had to play more minutes, I think, than, than the Ireland coaching staff would have liked. We've seen Peter O'Mahony go to number eight during games as well, which obviously isn't his preferred position. But look, it just shows, I think, the 
the stock that the Ireland coaches put in Jack Cohen and how highly he is rated because I don't think there are too many players in this World Cup where coaches would have waited until you know the last pool game that potentially to make your return so um, that's a testament to, to Jack Cohen and everything he's done over the last couple of years you just hope he gets a, a clean run at it now going into next week and into the Scotland game in horse racing, the first of seven races at Gorham Park goes to post at five past two this afternoon, while an eight-race card gets underway in Dundalk from 25 to five. And on this day in 1981, legendary Liverpool manager Bill Shankly died of a heart attack aged 68. Born on September 2nd in Glenbuck, Scotland, Shankly made almost 300 appearances as a player for Preston North End. Retiring from play in 1949, Shankly managed various clubs before taking the Liverpool job in 1959. He led the Reds to three First Division titles during his time there, as well as the UEFA Cup in 1973. His tenure marked the start of a golden period at Anfield, with Bob Paisley carrying on his success after he left the job in 1974. That's all for Friday's Lunchtime Wrap. Keep up to date with the latest opinion, analysis and much more. Become a member today at offtheball.com forward slash join. Take care. The Lunchtime Wrap. On Off The Ball. With Energia, proud sponsor of Irish Rugby. Think of the possibilities.